Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. What's up, guys? We're at South By. Woo! How does it feel? Feels like home, right? Feels like the pandemic still. <laughs> <laughs> still feel uh, like we're in we're in lockdown, but it's fine. Yeah, and, and on that note, uh, today we're bringing you two interviews that we did under the shorts category of Puss and Learning Tagalog with Kyla, which are two very different shorts, but also not really. There's a common thread there. They're, they're uh, ways to deal with being in quarantine. So here are our first two South by Southwest interviews with these two shorts that were made during the pandemic. I hope you enjoy them and, and hang in there, everybody. We are virtually coming to you from South by Southwest. It's our first time for Bitch Talk. We are so excited. And of course, our first interview is with Leah Shore, who uh, directed and wrote the short Puss. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, can you do us a favor and tell our listeners uh, what Puss is all about? <laughs> I mean, I wrote like a vague sentence because it's a... <laughs> a fun film um i wrote like something like samantha is trying very hard to get laid and is having a hard time for some reason or like she's finding it difficult for some reason and it's during the pandemic so i have to be honest i i saw that come through i don't know last week or something in emails and i just read the one sentence and i was like oh we're doing this (laughs) and said the email because it's been a topic during the pandemic for bitch tuck uh, you know, I'm not going to tell all of Angie's secrets. She can if she wants to. I mean, but we had like weekly conversations about her and being real thirsty. So just FYI, <laughs> that is there a real have. thing. There have been phases, some more thirsty than others. But yes. Yeah. Preaching to the chorus. <laughs> my oh, my God. Well, I, yes, I just George, right? yeah, I just yeah. followed. I just followed his Instagram. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, this is a podcast. So for those of you listening, she just flashed one of the stars of Puss, yes. which is her cat, whose real name is Boy George, which I want to yeah. get into as well. So much, <laughs> so much to get into. Uh, but obviously, you know, these these thoughts came to you because of the pandemic and what you were going through. But I wanted to know what so what was your dating life pre pandemic and in, in comparison to the yeah, past year? I mean, it was pretty saucy, you know, before. <laughs> Uh, and then the pan, you know, I, I'm, I'm an ethical slut and I'm not ashamed to say that. We applaud uh, you. Bravo. It's welcomed you. here. Yeah. Um, and I love, I love talking about sex. It's possibly my favorite subject besides like food and, yeah. um, more food. Um, but anyway, <laughs> what was I talking about? <laughs> like food, sex. Oh yeah. Then the pandemic happened and, um, you know, I'm high risk. I look super healthy, but I have an autoimmune disease that makes me extremely high risk. Um, and it really, you know, there was a dark period for everybody. Um, I, we're, I guess we're still in it, you know, but uh, that fatigue is really hitting in uh, right now. 
But uh, yeah, uh, you know, there was like a really long period of time where I was like, I'm not going near anybody for, you know, a solid five to six months. And that's possibly the longest time I, I haven't had like physical contact with anybody in my like sexual career, you know, as an adult. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, so, so which parts of the short are true and which aren't? <laughs> Honestly, the entire film is a true story. All of it. It's a mini doc. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do relate. Yeah, there's a scene in interaction with a food delivery <laughs> guy. And I, as Aaron mentioned earlier in the pandemic, I was I was thirsting over the UPS driver, this poor old guy that I'm just like, <laughs> it was like the highlight of my day because I would do the stairs at around the time that I knew he'd be there. And I'd be like, hey, how's it going? You know, and just there was nothing sexual at all, but it was just, he was nice and it was an interaction. And I was just I so- I, I feel like he would have been into it if you just opened your door and it was like, hey. I have a package in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, true, true. I just, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't quite ready to go that far, but I just, I just related to that moment in particular. So thank you for, I felt seen. Thank you. Thank you for being seen. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And can we talk about your actors in the film and, and, and what part of the yeah. pandemic were you, were you filming this and, and uh, I, yeah, you know, I I, prob- I should probably just like live text with my producer, but I think we <laughs> filmed uh, this past August. Okay, um, and it was with a skeleton crew and like my friends who are also very talented filmmakers whom I've like collaborated with before, and I just like. All, suddenly I like thought of the film. I wrote it in like a day, and I was like, I'm gonna make this right now. And I hit them up, and everybody was down because you know nobody was working and you know talk about thirsty everybody's thirsty and both their sexuality and their careers so um pretty sure everybody just people just wants to make things at this point um and it was a wonderful experience Hmm. and we filmed it in my apartment that is your apartment so Yeah. yeah i I had a lot of things to ask about. There's a boob yeah. vase. Yes. Um, your your shirt that's yeah. beautiful. I live, like I live in an episode of Girls. Like, <laughs> like raunchy girls. And yeah. we haven't even gotten into Boy George. So should we deep dive on Boy George or right next to me. <laughs> that freaking cat? Oh, the cat's like, nope. Sorry. You pay for this face. Yeah, yeah. you ran away. Sorry, buddy. Such a tease. Such a tease. Like all of my conquests. <laughs> but I mean, he's he's obviously, or I shouldn't say obviously, he's the muse for this for this film. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was definitely like staring at him one day and I like, I was probably inebriated. And well, I mean, we're inebriated we're, right now. We're drinking, probably, so. Well, I, I was thinking a different kind of inebriation. Oh, okay. Mm, gotcha. And, Impaired. <laughs> thank you. And... Yeah, I was just staring at him and I just got him and, you know, I had been like viciously texting with a few different people and like past lovers and like trying to booty call a few people and um, quite a few people were like honestly telling me that they were intimidated by me and I thought that was hilarious. Um, Because you were just being straight up about it? Yeah, I was being very honest and I was like, this is what I want. There's a pandemic. (laughs) Let's do it. God, yeah. you would think that would be a dream come true. Seriously. Right. right? Um, 
But anyway, I mean, don't worry. Uh, baby's got her biscuits. <laughs> Oh, so don't there is rub a happy. it in. So there It's is fine. a oh, yeah. There hasn't Yeah. been a happy ending. I don't Yeah, know for yeah. French. But <laughs> but like in the process of 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 trying to locate the biscuit, um, I was staring at my cat and you know impaired and just hysterically laughed and thought up the story of puss. Um, <laughs> I just love that. Yeah. And and can you tell us too about the, your filmmaker friends who are like, hell yeah, we're gonna make this film. Is is that just Well, how it went, or they're like, ah? well, I don't know if you've seen my other films, but they're all like kind of weird in some way and relatable. That's just something I like to do in story writing. My previous film, Funeral, is about a pregnant lady uh, at her husband's funeral giving a monologue um, about her husband. And then she meets him and he's a ghost and they have this very interesting conversation. And that kind of, you know, fucks with you. <laughs> um yeah a lot of them have they, they've worked with me on like a ton of like my weird shorts uh, prior to this um the the star in my film uh sarah ellen stevens who's extremely talented and is in so many things like tv shows like uh plays uh she's she's just i mean like honestly i don't know why she's like not starring in a marvel movie at this point um But she's starring in my movie, Puss, and she was in my previous film that premiered at South by Southwest called Hallway, which is a queer, really weird, existential, I guess, romp in a weird uh, sex club in Brooklyn. Um, and we just became friends after that. Uh, You kind she's of have to, very right? talented, but also we're very close friends. So I, I, I hit her up. I was like, Sarah. Be, be this crazy person in my film and she read it and she's like yes i will um and then carl who uh stars but beside her um is my friend and i was actually i i saw him because he he had covid um so i i felt okay kind of like you know hanging out with him a little bit uh and we we're like talking and i was like complaining like Oh, I need to cast this. Oh my God, you should be in my movie. Yes. And it, it was just like super organic. And yeah, it, it just like really came together. And it was the easiest film I think I've ever made. Uh, and the most supported film too. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, well back to quarantine sex. So um, <laughs> if this, I don't, I don't know if this happens to you, but yeah, like, you know, same for you, you know. Oh, there he is. Oh boy, George. Hi, boy George. Oh, that fucking <laughs> flag smush face. Oh I my know. God. He's so, so I was thinking when I, sorry, now I lost my train of thought. Oh. When I saw the credits and I saw that his name was Boy George, I was like, okay, there could be a part two where the cat becomes Boy George. And that would also Ooh. be fucking awesome. That's so that, anyway. What, just, like, uh, like, what's that twins movie? Uh, I'm all Danny DeVito. No. Yeah, twins. <laughs> okay, well, like, that's really funny. Yes. I love that. That could movie. be interesting. Okay, <laughs> Imagine the t-shirt. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah. for, for me, you know, like you said, this has been kind of the longest stretch for me in a while. And it, at certain times it comes to the point where it's like, okay, if, if I'm the next time I do have sex, I don't want it to be some rando because imagine waiting all this time. And then the next <laughs> time you have, it is horrible. I mean, it's better to not have sex than to have bad sex. Right. I feel you. Yes. 
Yeah, so I'm in kind of that phase right now. I'm like, oh, mm. I that phase. It's got- <laughs> so then you're just, I feel like then maybe you just won't have sex anymore, Ange. No? Well, I don't know. You can kind of tell sometimes when it's like, <laughs> maybe this won't be good sex, you know, versus, oh, I think. I don't know. I, it, it's always a crapshoot. You think somebody's going to be really bad at sex and they're freaks in the hmm. end. And you're like, where did that come from? You're, <laughs> you have a lot of baggage. And it's coming out in the bedroom. Thank you. That's that's true. That is kind of true. Yeah. Some of my best have been. I was very just not thinking about your last. Me? Thanks. Yeah. Let's not. Anyway. Uh, yeah. And that also happened this one time. Oh, my God. He was such a good dancer. And I was like, oh, it's on. And then it was just I'm like, should I play music? Will you be better if there's music playing? Yeah. So I, I read that the uh, sex toy business is booming. Oh, you know good for them we had this this badass entrepreneur her name is t chang she uh were uh, she has this company called crave and they create uh they focus on vibrators for women and they're also wearable jewelry like they're really beautiful pieces they're beautiful and and you know she brought up this this great point that most people that create vibrators are men that know nothing about what the fuck a woman wants and they create these goofy looking toys you know that kind of make you feel embarrassed maybe you want to hide them so she's like no they should be beautiful you know our our vibrators we should be proud of them and, and they should they should look like they're for women not kids toys yeah. So anyway, if she's not on your radar, check her out and, and the okay. stuff that she works on. It's incredible. I hope she makes like matching earrings and a bracelet. She's uh, necklaces and I think rings ring? so far. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Yeah. Check it out, Leah. I want the ring. Yeah. <laughs> look, look it up. Okay, Leah, final question. How has your pandemic film festival experience been? And I know South by Southwest hasn't really officially started, but... Yeah how how has it been i mean it's you know am i wearing pants am i not no one will ever know <laughs> it's great. um i can get shit face and just fall into my bed and not have to worry about oh i need a taxi or something um or I, oh i'm in this new city that i don't know and i i'm worried about the uber driver because they're creepy as fuck or something um but uh, yeah, no, it, it's been great. It's you know, it's been chill. Um, I think closest to like human interaction I've experienced digitally has been on this uh, app called Gather. Have you guys done that? Mm-mm. It's this very interesting like eight bit world that you can customize, and you have to like pay to do that. And like I've been in like a horror themed one. Um, and you are assigned an avatar, you're dropped in there as an avatar that you can customize. And while that happens, your little uh, video screen pops up and you can see, you know, your live action faces happening. And you can bump into people at this like weird 8-bit avatar world party thing. And it's great because you can like walk by people or like leave conversations. And the video kind of goes white as if you're like walking by somebody. So you like hear bits and pieces of them being like, oh, hey, bye. You know, it's great. <laughs> okay. Wow. Interesting. Gather. Yeah. All right. I'm going to look that up. Uh huh. Leah, it's been such a pleasure having you on Bitch Talk. Um, the yeah, film is called so Puss. And yeah. And uh, it's our first interview out of South by Southwest. So thank you so much. No problem. Yes. We, we broke our cherry with you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you and boy George. Yeah.
We're back live at South by Southwest, virtually, of course, with, uh, I, I'm going to call her a friend of the show already because I, I felt like uh, I, I've watched this short twice now, and I think our producer has as well. <laughs> uh, that's Char. Um, but uh, we have Kyla DeLong here, and her short film is called Learning Tagalog with Kyla. And uh, if you can, can you tell our audience what your short is about, please? Um, oh, sorry, you might have heard my cat just now. Um, my short is about, um, she's just meowing by the door, sorry. That's um, okay. <laughs> so it's like kind of, I would say, a daydream of a language learning lesson that kind of goes off the rails um, and falls <laughs> in Tagalog. Um, and I, that's probably the best way I can describe it without giving too much away, but. Yeah. So I, I mean, was this a, was this a daydream during the pandemic? I assume. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which part of the pandemic was this, was this dream daydream for you? Uh, well, this was sometime in August. So it was kind of, it felt like kind of like peak pandemic for me and it was really, it's, I wasn't, well, I live in Texas, so it was hot as shit outside. So I wasn't going outside either. Um, so kind of stuck at home and kind of like feeling present with all the sadness and joy I'd say (laughs) that I was feeling my home so um kind of going through the motions of that was kind of daydreamy but (laughs) yeah I think I think one part that's really relatable about it is it's I just I stopped asking people how are you you know just because it's just such such a loaded question uh during the multiple crises that we've lived through in the past mm-hmm. year. And so that it just, <laughs> just you're, you're acting in it, or maybe it wasn't acting. Maybe you really were. That's why I'm like, this is going to be like a therapy session. Maybe you really were just expressing where you were in that moment. Um, and, and just answering the question, how are you? was just, it's impossible to, uh, unless you want the truth yeah. and then, and then you get the truth. Oh, exactly. I, yeah, I, that, and it really hits the nail on the head, just like the question of how are you, um, especially like in the virtual space. I feel like I've been on Zoom so many times where I felt compelled to answer very honestly, but haven't really been able to because I'm, you know, professional boundaries, you know, professionalism. So, well, we have no boundaries here. So, cool. <laughs> let, it, let it out. <laughs> Thank you. Boundary free zone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's. Again, I've, I just watched it a second time because I, I really do love it. And I'm going to watch it again and again. I think it just there's something so, like you said, joyful. But then there's also this this peak sadness in it. You're like, that's exactly how I feel. And I love I love. the Well, I love the part about your cat, but also <laughs> it's so dark and I loved it. Uh, I love the part about baking. It's okay. kind of like a fuck you to the whole baking thing. Can you talk about it. that? <laughs> it's, it's funny because I feel like. I feel like sourdough, like the word sourdough is kind of triggering for me right now. Because, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't bake bread. I'm really fucking bad at bread. Um, so I actually found, <laughs> this is gonna be a tangent about baking now because I really love it. It was like a newfound hobby that I picked up mid pandemic. Um, and I even like tried to bake pundasol, but that didn't work out. Um, so I've been really good at cookies and sometimes cakes. Um, I've been making a lot of like ube crinkle cookies lately. Oh, yeah, yeah. We accept. Yeah, we accept <laughs> cookies in the mail, please. Yeah, I will send you all some. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good. I've oh, that sounds amazing. Here in my corner, so yeah. <laughs> but but you've lived in California, correct? Yeah, I uh, lived in California till two thousand seven. Um, I lived there. Um, I guess like during 
like elementary through early high school. Yeah. Okay. Northern or Southern? Um, Southern. I was in San Diego. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was, I'm asking because you said you like baking and you're naming all these, these Filipino breads. I wanted to know if you heard of Senorita bread, which is a Northern California mm. thing that no. I recently learned about in my thirties. So anyway, when you come visit us in San Francisco, we're going to have some Senorita bread. It's a it's a okay. Filipino staple, but it's Northern California specific. So anyway, we can move on from there. I just had to, <laughs> I just had to ask talk, that question. Well, we talk about it often on the show because it's yeah. so delicious. And our producer here, Shar, introduced us to it and we can't stop talking about it. We're trying to get sponsored, which yeah. is what's <laughs> happening right now. So uh, yeah, we're Filipinoing it up. And anyway, I want to get to the Tagalog aspect of yes. the short. Uh, do you speak... Uh, does has your mom watched this video what does she think of it like I, I want to hear all about all about all of that oh god um it's I don't I don't speak fluent Tagalog um I'm I'm trying um I feel like I've been trying to learn like on and off especially with like occasional trips to the Philippines and um my mom was actually kind enough to help me translate the whole thing and for whatever reason she didn't like really like bat an eye or you know, comment on anything that I was saying, even though I was being really <laughs> candid about it, which was really nice. <laughs> That's a supportive like, mom. Oh, yeah. there's Kayla just doing what it is that she's doing. She's like, when did, when am I going to see your video? And she's seen the video and she's like, yeah, that was nice. That was, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> How very Filipino. Of exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, I love, I love the style in which it's filmed. Uh, I, I love the characters in your film. Can you, can you, can you talk? Are those really your roommates? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like, I, I feel like they're all, I guess we're all like heightened versions of ourselves. Even the cats, I feel like the cats are kind of elusive in the film. Um, but <laughs> yeah, David and Will are real people. Um, David's my childhood friend from Southeast San Diego, actually. Um, he moved to Austin recently and he's big on working out and protein. <laughs> photography oh is he the is he the kind of guy that like loses weight in a pandemic I was just complaining about this you were he's actually um (laughs) wanting to like slim down a bit he said like he thinks that he worked out too much during the pandemic so yeah I know I'm like okay "Okay." all right yeah (laughs) (laughs) whatever dude (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) and yeah um Will's my um he's actually my fiance and the guy who you know, he helped sound mix and score the film um, with like a reference track to uh, Mr. DJ by Sharon Canetta. So my mom was really happy about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're real people. Um, they're very much characters in real life too. Um, and I'm glad they allowed me to film them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, I feel like, uh, you know, I always wanted to learn Tagalog and I was really mad at my parents for never speaking it with me, mm. but it was, but it was because, you know, we're, we're American, we live in America. So, you know, we just want you to learn English. Was that, was that what happened with you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much like, um, yeah, they kind of like kept it from me, um, especially cause I, you know, there was no use for it, um, you know, being in America, but I think they also kind of like kept it from me to like, you know, keep me out of like grown up conversations growing up, unfortunately, <laughs> or to like shit talk me in Tagalog, you know, when I could easily pick up on certain cues. Um, so, you know, as part of that, but also to their benefit, I think. 
they'll deny it, but yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's <laughs> And from your Filipino friends, what's their reactions beyond your mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh my gosh, like, I, I feel like I've made a lot more, like, Filipino friends Aww. in the past, like, month, which has been nice. Like, I've been reached out to by people who've, like, taken notice of the film, and um, it's been really validating, especially as someone who feels kind of, like, impostery sometimes, being Filipino, um, not knowing the language or for like living in Texas, like away from, you know, a predominantly Filipino community that I used to know. So it's been really kind um, to see the response. People have been, you know, saying that my Tagalog actually didn't sound bad. <laughs> so that was also like big ups. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Oh, I couldn't tell if you were if you were fluent. But then again, I don't speak, but I hear it, you know, okay. all the time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I couldn't tell at all. But that's really great. Yeah, we've had so many conversations, especially recently, about like, what does it mean to be Asian American, Filipino American. There's no right or wrong way to do it, yeah. right? But but we're just we're just taught we're just taught so many things and all these expectations. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that that's kind of brought you more to your roots and more accepting of yourself. It's really important. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I had a question about the short. I do feel like it could be a feature length. Are you oh. think, you, no, you're like, no, that's, this <laughs> oh, is wow, it. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's so, it's fun and quirky and something, you know, you don't always see all the time. And I, I think there's something there. Have, have you thought about that? Um, it's, it's funny because I originally conceived um, learning Tagalog with Kyla as, a series um, because I originally had the I guess like first episode as a part of a community arcade like showcase project um, and I wanted to like follow I guess like a public access like aesthetic of lessons um, <laughs> and I did try like two or three times to do a follow-up piece but it just didn't feel right um, so I'm just waiting for I guess like the next time that I feel like prompted and moved to make another piece so there might be a follow-up yeah. Yeah, I would like to see her on the road. You know, I <laughs> want to see you like speaking with elders or something with your broken Tagalog. I think that would be fun. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, my grandma said I sounded like Siri, so that was really cool too. Siri? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I actually had a cousin um in the Philippines who's like, oh maybe we all won't be so afraid to talk to you now. So so I think I'm gonna yeah try to like fluently learn but that also sounds fun like taking on the road and everything I like even thought about doing it in west Texas and like the wilderness or something (laughs) I would like to see that (laughs) you should go to the stockyards up in like Fort Worth or something and like try your Tagalog there that'd be real interesting Just try it. I mean, see what happens. (laughs) Um, So talk about, you know, you you shot this in August and did you have the idea of like, I'm going to just submit this to film festivals and then you get into South by or. Um, So I, you know, I made it purely to like live within the showcase that I filmed it for. um, And I didn't really get the idea to submit it until my friend was like, go submit it to stuff. Um, So that was really cool. And as soon as South by opened, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give this a shot. And I submit as soon as they open. So it felt really, like, really cool once I got that email in um, December. Yeah. 
And and are you thinking about shopping it to other film festivals or? Um, yeah, I've actually submitted to quite a few. Um, and it's actually going to be going to Aspen Shorts Fest in Atlanta um, in April. So pretty excited for those. Yeah. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was going to say really quickly, you should try for Camp Fest also in yes, San Francisco. I to that. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, yes. cool. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll tell them that they have to. Uh, oh, yeah, program that we, we have we sometimes have an in there so we'll tell them they have to oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah and then and then we and then you can get some senorita bread as a I as a prize so once that. you get in yeah. we'll probably have to send it to her yeah if you send us ube cookies <laughs> or whatever they are yeah, and we will send you senorita bread dude absolutely I, yes you got a deal um yeah oh i feel like I'm also, I might try to make this thing called Hinorno, which is like from my mom's province, which is like bread, like baked between like coconut leaves or something, or I don't know. It's also mm. a nicer version of um, Pundasol. So yeah, I could send that to y'all if it doesn't turn out awful. Um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to baked things. So <laughs> even yeah. if you just want us to be the test kitchen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> But I, you have to send it to the, my producer and to Ange first, because they're they're the Filipinos in this in this team. I'm just I'm just a Filipino adjacent. Yeah, you these, are by these proxy. two. Yeah, yeah, to these two. <laughs> she deals with all the the issues of us being Filipinos. So you are Filipino. <laughs> bad at communicating. Bad at communicating. Yeah. Let's put it out there. But but I did want to ask. Uh, so you have been to the Philippines? Um, yes, uh, it was, I was born there and spent like maybe six months of my life there, but I was like a baby, but um, I visited twice in the past few years or so, and I miss it, so. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, I, so I took a class in Tagalog before I went to the Philippines, because I was like, this is it, this is how I'm going to learn, and every time I would try to speak Tagalog, they would answer me in English, because everyone speaks English, so I had no time to practice, is that, is that your experience? Yeah, yeah. Like, like they could just like, tell, you know, <laughs> they could just tell. And it's funny. My dad had this experience where um, he got a little bit hurt that someone approached him with English because um, I think like they could feel that he was from the States. He used to live in the Philippines and he can still speak like very fluent Tagalog, but he felt like an outsider at the moment that he was approached in English. And um, yeah, I feel like everyone was testing their English on us too. <laughs> <laughs> um, particularly me and like my cousins my cousins would definitely try to like you know practice like practice their English with me and that was really sweet but um I did not put my Tagalog to any use or I guess what I learned from the apps <laughs> well maybe we can have sessions together that would be nice. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there you know little therapy I love that. sessions <laughs> yeah Tagalog, yeah <laughs> We'll just put it on our YouTube page after you guys do these these sessions. That'll be really cute. <laughs> okay, well, we'll be in touch because I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> I, honestly, I'm, I'm super down because I need to... Oh, no, my cat's throwing up right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, on that note, hey, we will so end. <laughs> we will wrap our oh, no. interview. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like... Oh, that's how she feels oh, about now. us. All right. <laughs> no, no, All right. No. <laughs> She's like, no, you're not going to get cookies and you're not going to like do Tagalog lessons with my mom. Kyla, it's been such a pleasure (laughs) speaking with you and good luck with South by. Thank you for coming on Bitch Talk. Thank you so much. Yeah, so nice to meet you.
If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.